grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. King George V of Britain was going to make a special trip to Leeds, England. Extravagant preparations were in order. Crowds filled the streets. As he arrived by train, there was an elementary school by the tracks, and he had promised that he would wave to all the children. So he came out of the royal coach on the back. He was dressed in a suit and tie, and he took his handkerchief and waved to all the children as the train slowly glided by. When the cheering had stopped and the train was gone, one of the teachers noticed that one of the little girls was crying. And she said, what's wrong? And the little girl said, I came out to see a king. All I saw was a man. That's what many, many of the people saw the day that Jesus entered Jerusalem. Just a plain-looking, plain-dressed, ordinary man. As he entered Jerusalem, that's all he seemed to be. And yet, Paul writes, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on a cross." But there were some other people there that day, and they had a reason for being there. And we read about it last week in the gospel lesson, the raising of Lazarus. For those people had been there with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead. They knew that this was no ordinary man. They were hoping maybe he was the king they were waiting for. And they followed him and they bore witness to what he had done to Lazarus. They were hoping for a king. What do you see when you look at Jesus? We would all like him to be a little more kingly. We'd like him to stand up for what's right in this world and to stand up against those that promote evil. We wish he was here so that we would not feel so alone and so vulnerable living in this world. We wish he would go ahead and judge those in our world and in our nation that promote evil. We'd like to see a little power. 
a little glory, a little majesty. We'd like to see a king too. Humility, beating, whipping, mocking, a cross, nails, spear. That's not quite what we have in mind. We don't really want to hold a cross before the world. We would rather hold a powerful king before the world. We don't want to live afraid and persecuted. We want to be proud and powerful. It's just our nature. And therein lies our problem. Therein lies the sin that is the very reason he had to come. We would rather see others get what they deserve. Oh, not us, but the others. We ought to get something for being on Jesus' side now. But listen to us. These are the very reasons that Jesus had to come to Jerusalem riding on a donkey, looking so humble, meek, even weak. Oh, he was the king, but to really be the king, he had to be able to overcome what troubles us, the sin. The sinful hearts, the sinful nature. To be the king, he would have to overcome those things for us. Oh, pride, we have no pride here. We should cower in fear of what we are, what we've done, and what we really deserve from the king. But he comes voluntarily and willingly riding a donkey. He is indeed the king, but the king comes looking like a man, an ordinary man riding a donkey. And the disciples don't understand all this about Jesus, and at times, neither do we. He came for only one reason, to be obedient unto death, even death on a cross. No glory, no power, no majesty, not yet. He comes to the cross to suffer. You see, Palm Sunday is kind of different. Oh, we like to see the children come in and joyfully sing Hosanna. But there's really nothing to sing about. Things are going from bad to worse for Jesus this week. Things are going to get worse for him. He's going to give his all for us, for each and every one of us.
He comes because He loves you. He comes because you need Him. He comes because you can't get yourself out of the mess you're in with your God. Only He can do that. Only He can take care of what plagues us. And so He willingly comes because He loves us. Oh, no pride here. We should stand in awe that we have such a Savior willing to do this for us. Jaw-dropping realization that Jesus would suffer all of this for me. What a Savior. A Savior who was a king and yet came as a man. Because somebody had to take our place and do what we couldn't. And so he came. He came and suffered all that we deserve so that we would have what we don't deserve. The love of God, forgiveness, eternal life. He comes to bring us these things. This is what we think on this holy week. And so he comes as a king, but as a man, to do what we need him to do. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of the things in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. He is a king. He is a man, but no ordinary man. Just what we need. Amen. And now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.